0: Disclaimer. In this story, we will be discussing the disturbing circumstances surrounding the disappearance of Anna Walsh. The suspect in this case is considered innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. This chapter may be triggering for some listeners. This will be the only warning. Please do not listen if you are sensitive to this topic. Have I know either. nothing. No. <laughs> I
1: knew you were going to ask. I know nothing about this. <laughs> okay. So, um... Anna Walsh, her maiden name... I can't even... I'm not even going to attempt it. I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> it's spelled L-J-U-B-I-C-I-C.
0: And it's not normal C's. It's like...
1: No, it's got little, like, uh, atrophies or whatever be above the C's. So Le we're jubic. just going to leave her as... Um, Anna Walsh, was born in Belgrade, Serbia in 1983. She was raised in Belgrade where she attended the 5th Belgrade Gymnasium and obtained a Bachelor of Arts in French Language and Literature from the University of Belgrade. She immigrated to the United States in 2005, eventually becoming a dual citizen. What's that? Um, so she had citizenship in the U.S. and Serbia. Oh, okay, Serbia. yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> She met Brian Walsh during her two years working at the Wheatley Hotel in Lennox, Massachusetts. <laughs> two shits. Two shits. Massachusetts.
0: Massive two shits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad, my bad. I apologize. Um, she and Brian married in 2016. Um, they subsequently had three sons who at the time of her disappearance were ages two, four, and six. That's sad. Yeah. So after working at several more hotels, Anna Walsh became a regional general manager at the real real estate company Tishman Speyer in February, 2022 splitting her time between her home with Brian in Cohasset, Massachusetts and a resident. Um, she also had a residence in Washington DC where she worked. So just to make things easier, um, I'm going to stop trying to say Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs>
0: Massachusetts. Like, it's so funny because I used to be able to say it. I could then, say it. Yeah. And then one day I went massive two shits. Ha ha ha. And now I can't. Like, even if I try to say it normally, the end sounds like I'm saying shits no matter what.
1: Ma- Massachusetts. Oh, I did it there.
0: Massachusetts. We'll, oh, we'll just, I, I did it too.
1: Yeah. So we okay. can edit now. I'm just kidding. Don't because no. it's kind of funny. But it is funny. No disrespect intended. My Canadian tongue will not allow me to say Massachusetts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and if you choose not to, we'll just call it Massa because I think some people do.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> again, I <Moving> apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Moving on. I digress. <laughs> Also, during this time in 2021, Brian pleaded guilty in federal court on three charges of fraud relating to selling counterfeit Andy Warhol paintings.
0: Damn.
1: At the time of Anna's disappearance, he was on house arrest awaiting sentencing. Um, here's the backstory on that. So Brian Walsh was indicted on federal fraud charges in October 2018 for allegedly selling these fake Warhol uh, paintings online. Um, FBI investigators allege that Brian or Anna Walsh used her eBay account to sell the paintings in November of 2016, less than a year after they were married. The complaint doesn't charge Anna with uh, any wrongdoing, but states that she spoke to the person who purchased the fakes after the buyer learned paintings were not authentic and located her work number.
0: Oof, imagine that.
1: The document also alleged that Brian Walsh took real artwork from a friend to sell, but never did. He also did not compensate the friend for the artwork. Brian pleaded not guilty to wire fraud, interstate transportation for a scheme to defraud, possession of converted goods, and unlawful monetary transaction in November 2018. So in April 2021, Brian pleaded guilty to the three of the four accounts in exchange for a recommended sentence of incarceration, supervised release, fines, restitution, and forfeiture. Um, he also agreed to either return the artwork or to pay for them. As part of his pre-sentencing probation, Brian was placed on monitoring and house arrest. Um, he could request to leave his home, but he had to detail the, like where he was going, specific times, reasons, and all that kind of stuff. So jumping back to New Year's Day of this year, 2023, the Walshes had a friend of Brian's had dinner together on New Year's Eve 2022. Um, according to the friend, he left the Walsh's house at about 1.30 a.m. He said that the visit was enjoyable but normal, that there were no signs of anything that was bothering either Brian or Anna. Brian says that he spent the following day in Swampscott with his mother, but that Anna had left early for her flight from Boston to Washington due to a work emergency. Brian said that Anna took a taxi to the airport around 4 a.m.
0: Okay, so you've said this is the disappearance Mm -hmm. of Anna Walsh. So, so far, if she actually had a flight
1: booked she so
0: making sense maybe like i'm guessing he's painting the picture (laughs) of her getting nabbed
1: right so for some reason there was a work emergency that she had to leave early i believe her original flight which i get into here soon um was booked for i want to say the third or fourth but we'll get into it okay Um, but this was an emergency call and she had to leave basically right away On the 1st at 4 a.m. But on January 4th, both Anna's employer and Brian Walsh reported Anna missing.
0: January 4th. And her flight would have been New Year's Day.
1: Is when she left. Yeah.
0: Is when she left. Meaning the didn't. That's weird.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, and I mean, keep in mind that if not for this work emergency, quote unquote, her work wouldn't have been expecting her till I think the 3rd or the 4th. Right, so it was previously booked for the third, so her work wasn't expecting her until the fourth, so when they called looking for her, Brian's like, Oh, she left on the first, there's something wrong. Oh
0: and Anna obviously is the one I'm already I'm already picking up the suspiciousness here.
1: Mm-hmm. So Brian told the police that Anna had left the house early for a flight from Boston's Logan International Airport to Washington after a work emergency caused her to move a scheduled trip. That was, like I said, scheduled on January 3rd. Police could not confirm whether she had gotten a flight or gotten a ride to the airport on January 1st. They found that while she had indeed previously booked a flight for January 3rd, she had not gotten on it. And that her credit and debit cards had not been used since January 1st.
0: So they couldn't they couldn't confirm if she had gotten on a flight or gotten a ride to the airport. So they don't even do they even know if like a flight was purchased?
1: It was th- not. It was not. Okay. The, 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 there are no records to show that she purchased a flight on I January first.
0: Just want to add on to the suspiciousness that even if your relationship is like not even very strong, you're talking to each other every day. Whether it's just a quick text. The fuck, bro?
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, So Brian's story for January 1st was pretty vanilla. Uh, He told police that the morning of New Year's Day, Anna got ready and kissed him goodbye and told him to go back to sleep. Um, She usually took an Uber, a Lyft or a taxi to the airport. And she had left between 6 and 7 a.m. It wasn't until a couple of days later when Anna's employer contacted Brian looking for Anna that both Brian and the employer reported her missing. That was his story to the police. It's weird. Um, According to prosecutors, now Brian Walsh made a series of Google searches on his son's iPad, including how long before a body starts to smell.
0: That's this case. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I do know.
1: 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. How long for someone to be missing to inherit and how long or sorry how to clean blood from a wooden floor there are even more google searches that i'll get into in a little bit here does he say like
0: it wasn't me it was my son (laughs) i don't know why my boy was searching that stuff that's weird
1: surprisingly he, he did not Um, blame his son so as early as their first visit to the walsh's home on january 4th detectives noticed a piece of plastic lining in the trunk of brian's suv Um, at the arraignment on april 27th prosecutors said investigators had found blood in different areas of the suv including the trunk he told police he then went to see his mother around 4 p.m in swampscott like i said before and that's about an hour's drive from cohasset But he didn't have a cell phone and got lost, making that trip take longer than usual. He said he left his mother's house within about 15 minutes of arriving um, to run errands for her at uh, Whole Foods and CVS. Brian told police he eventually returned home to Cohasset around 8 p.m. But prosecutors say the evidence from January 1st tells a far different story Um, than what brian had told them
0: you don't say it's weird like it's kind of funny in a way way like it's sad because it's like what happened to her but it's like are people actually that stupid where they'll be like how to (sighs) get rid of a body after i murdered it because i was mad because she was leaving for work like they just like confess via technology
1: yeah and i mean his google searches get so much worse like just oh no hang on it's ridiculous so brian had told the babysitter and a family friend that he had lost his phone um but subsequent analysis of his phone determined that it was actually plugged in the morning of january 1st uh, however while his phone stayed at the house uh, his oldest child's cell phone did not
0: are you kidding me he no. was like haha they won't track me but my s- are you fucking right. kidding me
1: no this is what oh, he my did god So Chief William Quigley reports that the Cohasset Police Department was seeking the public's assistance in locating a missing resident who was last seen in the early morning hours of January 1st. Anna Walsh, age 39, was last seen in her home at Cohasset shortly after midnight on New Year's Day. So they were taking the friend's time as the last time, confirmed time, she was seen. Wasn't listening to the husband at this point.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I just want to, like, add, like, a little tidbit When you were talking and you said, like, you know, his phone was plugged in and it stayed at the house. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, maybe he does know what he needs to do to get away with murder. And then, like, you kept going. And I was like, ah!
1: And he takes his kid's cell phone thing. Covered
0: with something so much stupider. Because it makes it even more suspicious.
1: Right. And people keep asking motive, motive. and, And, I mean... I mean, we get into a little bit, obviously money. So Anna actually owned multiple properties worth at least $1.88 million. Did she have
0: life insurance?
1: I suspect she did. That's
0: enough, honestly, because of that search that you already read.
1: Mm -hmm. That's enough to me. So cell phone data from January 1st showed that the eldest child's device had traveled to two stores. Surveillance video showed Brian walking into those same stores by himself. Um, Around 5.30 p.m., surveillance video showed Brian and his vehicle going to a dumpster in the parking lot of a liquor store and disposing of items before returning to his car. Afterwards, the cell phone data shows the device traveled to the dumpster at an apartment complex where Brian's mother lived. So he's going around to different dumpsters. The phone then traveled to a Lowe's store where Brian is also seen on surveillance footage. Where he purchased a five gallon bucket, or sorry, a few five gallon buckets, a hacksaw, forty-eight Terry cloth towels, a full coverage suit, like Tyvek suits, two hundred disposable rags, trash bags, and cleaning products. Suspicious.
0: Very I'm sorry. <laughs> a full coverage suit. Okay, but like I feel like these like Lowe's stores and stuff they should have like a like a certain like criteria where they just like let police know.
1: Yeah, like a like a like alert a, system or something. something. Oh, my God. He's bought a hacksaw and rags and cleaning products and a full body suit. Red flag
0: buckets <laughs> like <laughs> it. That's that's suspicious. 100%. That's not an everyday purchase. No,
1: not at all. <laughs> uh, oh, it gets better. Some of the stuff that he purchases. And I mean, it's crazy. So, Bone then travels to a CVS store where Brian was also seen on surveillance, um, purchasing 13 different types of hydrogen peroxide.
0: So weird. Bleach?
1: No, peroxide is like a disinfectant, kind of, I guess. Cleaner? He can be. Okay. I mean, for me, I know that uh, my mom used to put peroxide on like cuts. Oh. Uh, we used to pour peroxide on our hair to make it blonde which was orange yeah okay that's why i thought bleach yeah yeah but anna walsh's cell phone pinged in the area of their Cohasset home on january 1st and 2nd as well so that's kind of crazy if she had flown to washington um what was her cell phone
0: well it's not crazy because she obviously didn't fly to washington
1: (laughs) right so brian told investigators that he took one of his children for ice cream at the juice bar in norwell on january 2nd while the babysitter watched his other two kids Um, investigators can confirm that this trip did occur he then went into home goods and purchased three rugs and just after noon prosecutors said brian made several more google searches for hacksaw best tool to dismember can you be charged with murder without a body can you identify a body with broken teeth some more searches fun
0: I'm sorry. So I'm guessing that he's just innocent until proven guilty right now due to his trial. not hitting it?
1: Correct. Okay. Correct. <laughs> um, so according to surveillance video, Brian traveled from, or sorry, to a Home Depot in Rockland wearing a surgical mask and gloves and made a cash purchase where he bought $450 worth of cleaning supplies, including mops, a bucket, tarps, goggles, another hatchet, And baking soda. This is like, I don't know. What are you
0: going to do with it all when you're done? It's like you're buying all these things to try and like get rid of this body and vanish this body. But it's like with all these tools there, they might be enough. Period, dude.
1: Yeah, and it's almost like as he's going through the process of, he's
0: like, "I oh, fuck, I need something else." And that's he goes, right. And
1: he's run into the store and then goal, he's like, "Oh, I got
0: something in my eye. I better get some goggles."
1: And he's doing these Google searches, and Google's giving him ideas, and he's like, "Shit, I got to go to Home Depot now and get that." Yeah. Um. So, here's some more Google searches. Um. After that, uh, four hundred fifty dollar cleaning supply shopping spree. Um, he made more Google searches, including "What happens to hair on a dead body," "What is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on surface in the woods," and "Can baking soda mask or make a body smell good?" What
0: a fucking creep! What a dumbass! Mm-hmm. God, how sorry. How old was his oldest kid again? Six. Six, I think. Yeah. <sighs> I hope that they is he in. Custody?
1: He is in prison. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Phone data tracked Brian's whereabouts to an apartment complex in Abington at 427 pm. Um, surveillance video shows he exited his car with a heavy garbage bag and put it into a dumpster. At 448 pm he traveled to another apartment complex in the same town and at 510 p.m he went to an apartment complex in a different town where he again dis- discarded items in a dumpster. Um, these garbage bags were taken away and incinerated by the time police tracked them down. What? yeah,
0: but like, how could that possibly be possible? Like she was reported missing January fourth
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm guessing like what day so are when we they on were here?
1: looking for her, and now they're going backwards to they're looking at surveillance videos and stuff by the time. By the time they found these videos it was too late. Like the garbage truck had already come and their processes to incinerate garbage. So
0: What a crock.
1: It was too late.
0: But even even incinerated garbage would be able to be tested, wouldn't it?
1: You'd think. But so far not a Wow. Um Brian Walsh visited Home Goods and TJ Maxx to buy towels and bath mats and visited Lowe's to buy squeegees and a trash can. So Anna Walsh's employer at the real estate company, Tishman and Spayer, um, called to report that she didn't show up for her job. Um, according to Brian's defense attorney, he called her workplace to ask whether they knew of her whereabouts, Before the employer called police.
0: Okay, and?
1: So, according to Brian, he hasn't heard from his wife now, so now he's going to try and track her down from work, even though her cell phone is at the house. Days later, right, right.
0: It's like, okay, but if you were actually worried, it would be, like, the same day that you're not getting texts back. And then, like, maybe, like, the next morning. Mm -hmm. And if there was still nothing, it would be like, okay, there's something wrong here and I need to call the police, not her employer.
1: That's right. You'd think.
0: Oh, I know. Unless you're guilty. This man is guilty.
1: Stupid. (laughs) So Cohasset police went to Anna Walsh's home for a well-being check, according to an affidavit. Brian Walsh spoke with investigators multiple times and provided the timeline for his actions and whereabouts on January 1st and 2nd. Um, Police had noticed that Brian's vehicle had the back seats down and a plastic liner in the back of the car. Police also noticed that the plastic liner was gone from Brian's vehicle, and the carpet of the car showed fresh vacuum streaks when they went back. Um, so Brian told the police that he threw the liner in the trash when they asked him about like,
0: it. Like, I wonder if he's sweating at that time. Like, oh no, I just threw it in the trash. I don't, I don't know that he's, like...
1: he's smart enough to, you know, Ugh. like I don't know.
0: Yeah, and, like, police are trained to be like, oh, what happened to that liner? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. See you later, friend. Like, yeah. making him feel probably... Don't
1: like, worry. We'll find your wife for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so cell phone data showed that Brian went to Swampscott again and traveled to the corner of an apartment complex where there is another dumpster. And according to the surveillance, tra- 10 trash bags that originated from this dumpster contained bloodstains cleaning materials, a hacksaw, a hatchet, a purse, and boots worn by Anna Walsh and her COVID-19 vaccination card. So So they they did did find find some evidence. But
0: not her parts. That's right.
1: So Cohasset police announced that Anna Walsh is missing and asked the public to come forward with any information. Police launched a massive search for Anna. It included canine dogs and officers Uh, search and rescue teams in the wooded areas near her home. At least six investigators were tasked with uh, driving to the North Shore area of Massachusetts and watching the surveillance video and trying to verify Walsh's timeline. So that's where they come up with all of these, but it was obviously it was too late.
0: Yeah, but at least they got the one bag with boots and like all that other stuff. Yeah,
1: they got something. Yeah. So at that point, Cohasset police and the state police announced that the search for Anna Walsh was over. Investigators obtained a search warrant for the Walsh's uh, home and found blood and a bloody knife in the basement. What? So Brian was arrested and charged with misleading the police investigation. And he was arraigned in court and pleaded not guilty to the charge of misleading police. Prosecutors said that uh, investigators had found no evidence of Anna Walsh taking a rideshare from the couple's home on January 1st. He said his statements to police found no evidence of Anna Walsh taking a rideshare from the couple's home on January 1st. She said that Brian's statements to police caused a delay in the investigation. So the judge set bail at $500,000 cash and set the next hearing for February 9th. Prosecutors release the affidavit in support of a criminal complaint that lays out um, authorities' timeline of the prior week. Um, the affidavit describes Brian Walsh's statements to police as a clear attempt to mislead and delay investigators.
0: Yeah, I think that's obvious.
1: Totally, the affidavit outlines several trips he made that were not requested and approved beforehand. Cause remember he's on that house arrest and he has right. to, so um, they may re- represent violations of the terms of that probation. Investigators conducted searches uh, north of Boston and collected a number of items that will be pro- t- processed and tested. Um, the DA also called Anna Walsh's, Disappearance, quote unquote, suspicious. No shit. It's been suspicious since way before February 9th, but good on them. So, according to a source with direct knowledge of the investigation, investigators put crime scene tape around dumpsters near the home of Brian's mother in Swampscott and dug through the trash at a transportation in Peabody. Both locations are north of Boston. Law enforcement sources told uh, news outlets that investigators found a hacksaw, torn up cloth material, and what appears to be bloodstains at the Peabody site. The evidence was sent for testing. On January 17th, he was charged with his wife's wife's murder and disinterring um, a body without authority. Disposing of. And yeah. I think with. dismembering, yeah. like we call mm-hmm. it indignant, offering an indignancy to, to human remains. Yeah. I believe that's uh, what we call it here. Prosecutor Beeland accused Brian of dismembering his wife and disposing of her remains in dumpsters. She also laid out some of the evidence that led to the charges, including the discovery of Anna Walsh's belongings and blood in the garbage and Brian Walsh's Google searches.
0: Did he ever say, like, did he ever try to excuse his searches? No.
1: He hasn't spoken to his Google searches. Um, his attorney um, speaks for him, obviously, and she's not addressing it either. Huh. Um, no kidding. But she actually had the balls to plead for releasing him on bail or whatever because he was the sole caregiver for the children. But anyways, whatever. So a not guilty plea was entered on Brian's behalf. His attorney, Mrs. Minor, issued a statement suggesting that the evidence against him was not strong. Quote, "'In my experience, where, as here, the prosecution leaks so-called evidence to the press before providing it to me, their case isn't that strong. When they have a strong case, they give me everything as soon as possible.' We shall see what they have and what evidence is admissible in court where the case will be ultimately decided, end mm-hmm. quote. So a grand jury did indict Brian on the charges of murder, misleading investigators, and improperly conveying a human body, according to the district attorney.
0: Indicted, so what does that mean?
1: Indicted, so he, they they have enough evidence to formally take him to trial for those charges. Oh, Okay. Um, So on April 27th here, just last month, during Brian's arraignment, we learned even more details about his activities, including a possible motive for killing his wife. Quote, in December 2022, Mr. Walsh suspected Anna was having an affair. During this time, he would repeatedly access the Instagram page of one of Anna's male friends from Washington, D.C., end quote. So this was um, the prosecutor. Which no.
0: also shows that he was, um, oh, what's the word for it? He was possessive. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Officials allege Brian's uh, mother on December twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, with his input and direction, hired a private investigator in Washington to follow Anna around um, for the purpose of proving infidelity. Wow! Brian's attorney uh, denied that her client suspected his wife was having an affair. Um, but his mother did hire a private investigator shortly before New Year's that year. She she told Brian that she was doing that, and he told her that she was crazy. Anna is a good girl, but go ahead. You will be proved wrong, according to Brian's lawyer.
0: So he's putting it on his mother?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this a fucking yeah. horrible dude. But, I mean, the records show that his mother's money is what paid the PI, yeah. so I think they both did it. Um, For like, sure. Trying to prove that she was having an affair. No, no, Mm. that just doesn't even make sense. Um, So, new released court documents also mention a December 28th meeting between Anna Walsh and a friend during which Anna became emotional, believing her husband was going to be incarcerated on those federal fraud charges. So he had... She was under stress because she thought that he was going to jail for those charges. Because he
0: pleaded guilty. That's right. Yeah.
1: So she had intended to relocate with her three children to Washington and was prepared to leave Brian. Anna's body has never been found. But personal items and DNA evidence located at a transfer t- station in Peabody indicate uh, Brian... Walsh killed, dismembered, and discarded his wife's body parts. Two knives and eight red-brown stains that initially tested positive for the presence of blood were also found in the basement of the couple's cohasset home. A Hermes watch, identical, Hermes watch identical to what Anna Walsh was known to wear was found in a dubster outside Brian's mom's home. Rugs consistent with those that had been in the couple's home that had red-brown stains and a piece of a Gucci necklace consistent with one that Anna Walsh wore was also found in the dumpster. The presence of blood was also found in Brian's SUV, uh, specifically areas by the driver's seat and controls, also on the passenger floor mats and the trunk.
0: So he wasn't smart enough to clean the spots that he touched after handling her body. No. Is what that tells me.
1: I think he forgot to Google that side of things. <laughs>
0: He knows how to get off wood, but not his, uh, not the cracks in his window controls. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like I said before, and also during this uh, preliminary hearing in April, um, those Google searches were were read out loud, like that were made from his son's iPad that were remember can you be charged with murder without a body how to stop a body from decomposing
0: why did he want to stop it from decomposing
1: well probably because of the smell i would suspect oh um can you identify a body with broken teeth and hacksaw best tool to dismember there was also a search for how to dispose of a 130 pound female body guess how big anna walsh was you can't write this stuff this guy Jesus. I've actually seen more than one article referring to Brian Walsh as the dumbest criminal in history. And there are so many dumb criminals out there. So his men's ray, which is like your criminal your guilty intent. Yeah. Um is through the roof. Like this guy, what a guy. Why in this day and age would any murderer search anything? Like, I, I can't...
0: You'd have to be desperate.
1: I can't even... Like, <laughs> how di- Okay, I get it. I get it. Just Googling something beforehand. But, like, you can clearly see, like, the progression of what he was doing because he would stop scene on surveillance and then go back to Google searching, stop, and then scene on surveillance.
0: The shittiest part is that, I mean, without, like, the searches, he did... <laughs> I don't want to say a good job, but he did a thorough job at getting rid of the body.
1: Oh, he did. He
0: got rid of the fucking body.
1: Absolutely, he
0: succeeded in vanishing the body. Exactly. Now, if he had just done that, like,
1: <laughs> like
0: go to a library and basically know, like
1: narrating his his journey through yeah. Google searches, just absolutely, which,
0: which honestly questions to me on if he will be found guilty or not because like can is is it going to be enough for a jury
1: i would think so i i mean i would think so those google searches and the timeline and his lies
0: yeah Yeah. i mean to me guilty 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 he seems so guilty like yeah
1: but i mean we're gonna have to wait until november 2nd for when his next hearing is scheduled So I'm going to stick a bookmark in it here and keep you posted if anything happens in the meantime. But yeah, yeah, Yeah. that is uh, Anna Walsh's tragic story.
0: Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you don't mind giving us a five-star rating, it will help our show grow. Check out our TikTok, where you can find interesting photos and content on all released episodes. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube at True Crime Story Podcast, where the discussion can continue. If you wish to contact us, you may do so via email at truecrimestorypod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm Brie. And I'm Char. And we'll see you on the next chapter. Bye! Bye!